Welcome to Get It Done Entrepreneurs, where we talk with founders of companies who bet on themselves in one. My name is Rich Lebrun, and I am the founder and CEO of Lebrun Advisory Group. You can find us at rlebrun.com. Our mission is to help our clients build wealth through business ownership. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest. Our special guest today is Lee Feldman. Lee is the current CEO and brand president of Bishop's Cuts in Color. Uh, Lee used to serve as the chief marketing officer for Bishop's from February 2018 to March of 2022 before he was being promoted to the head leadership role. Lee previously served as vice president and, and vice president and group account director for Rebel Industries in Portland, Oregon and Los Angeles, California, while also serving as director of media, PR, and brand partnerships for Moonshine Events, a large-scale experiential events and production company. Lee has worked with clients such as Nike, Adidas, Mazda, Google, Paps Brewing Company, Warner Brothers, and more, and he resides in Portland, Oregon. With that said, welcome to the program, Lee. Well, thank you so much. That was such a great introduction. I feel so accomplished already. <laughs> That's my job. Make you make you look good. <laughs> you did that. Well, if you could do that physically as well, which is what we try to do at Bishops, that would be <laughs> awesome because I'm trying to look better. There you go. There you go. That, well, you can talk about that. In fact, let's talk about that. You and I talked a little bit behind the, before the program. You are a franchise. I'm very familiar with the franchise, but our listeners are not, and they're not listeners aren't really not sure about the story. And there's been a really nice story behind Bishops. And maybe you could feel free to tell the story with uh, the founder of the company and how you got you got brought into the company and what maybe where you are today. Of course, it's amazing that you actually knew our founder and you knew the story of Bishops. I loved being able to speak to you about that before the call. It's nice to know someone that's familiar with the brand. Uh, the brand began in 2001 when our founder sort of realized that he was beginning to lose his hair. I find myself now in a similar boat, so I feel like I can tell his story well. But uh, in 2001, he was living in Seattle, Washington area, and he was finding that there were only two options available for maintaining the hair that he had left. He could either go to a really hoity-toity overpriced salon that sort of looked at him and said, you know, what are you doing here? You don't belong. This is sort of a woman's only place, but we do cater to some men, but there's not a lot of hair left, but we'll do it. And it's 300 bucks. And, you know, this is an inconvenience for us. Or there were sort of the generic value chain chop shops that you're not going to get a great cut at. It's going to cost you six bucks, seven bucks, 10 bucks, and they're not really going to pay attention to your hair. And he said, there's got to be something available that plays in the middle. It can still provide salon level services, but be appropriately priced, affordably priced, and allow the client to come in and have an experience, something where they don't feel like they're being judged by high-end salon or not really being taken care of or seen by a value brand shop shop. So he created Bishops in 2001. He launched the first one. It was incredibly successful. Hand built it himself, launched the second, third, fourth, fifth, and it continued to grow. So now from 2023, uh, we've expanded quite a bit. We've had corporate stores. We're now a 100% franchise organization. And it's been amazing to see the journey that Bishops has taken since I'm in Portland, Oregon. I got to see the brand develop and grow firsthand. Uh, I myself was first exposed to the brand by a free cut card, which is actually a very important piece to what we talk about in our training with our owners of don't be afraid of free. We talk about the sort of drug dealer mentality. The first one's free. Get people in the door. Get a butt in the seat. If you are as good as you say you are, they're going to come back. And so I was first exposed to bishops from a free cut card. A friend had bid on a gift basket at a charity auction. He won the basket and he jokingly said, hey, you need this more than anyone else. 
at the time I had been going to a value chain, not a chop shop, <laughs> really. I don't even know what you'd call it. Uh, it was called seven bucks a whack. I don't even think it qualifies in the same category as, you know, super cuts or great clips. It was quite an experience, but I was getting my hair cut and the quality was at the level you'd expect from a place called seven bucks a whack. So my friend who won the gift basket said, here, you should take these, go to Bishop's. And so I went for the free cut card into Bishop's and I had an amazing time, an amazing experience. The first time that a stylist had ever really talked to me about the shape and balance of my hair where my hair grows, where it falls, how it's weighted. And she did something that no other stylist had ever done. She said, based on how your hair is growing, you should come back at this date. And she wrote it on a card and circled it. I kept it in my wallet. And as that date approached, I would run my fingers through the hair I had at the time. And I'd say, oh, I need to go back to Bishop's. And I went back on that time. And I've been a client ever since. And I was fortunate enough to join the team in 2018, as you mentioned, and have been part of it since that day. Well, we talked also that the... Leo Rivera, the founder, uh, sold the company, and and now you have new ownership in place. And uh, what was the uh, what's the goal? What was the reason that people going to come in and take over Bishops, and they get they have a new vision for the company? Yeah, absolutely. Leo sold the corporate arm in December of 2021, and he sold the franchising arm to our new owner in March of 2022. Uh, the owner is certainly growth. I mean, we are here to grow the brand and expand into markets, but also grow the revenue that our owners, since we are a 100% franchise organization, make. Um, you know, ultimately, as a franchise organization, we only do well if they do well. And that is certainly our focus is let's take care of the people that are in our system now and then bring new people into the fold to be part of the Bishop's family that believe in why we're here. And why we're here is ultimately not just to make people look and feel good, but to provide a safe space for our clients. The thing I love the most about Bishops is that we are 100% welcoming and accepting. Uh, we say we are tolerant unless you are intolerant. And then ultimately it just boils down to don't be a dickhead. Just come in and be a good person. And we provide a safe space for a number of people that might not be able to go to a salon or barbershop in their hometown and receive a safe service. And I love hearing stories about clients that travel even eight hours to come to a bishop's because they know that they'll be welcomed and they'll know they'll be accepted. And so we're looking for people to join our organization that truly believe in why bishops is here and why bishops exists, not just in providing services to our clients, but providing a safe space for our stylists to practice their craft and practice the art that they love. And so if people are interested in those two things, we certainly welcome them to reach out to us and talk about joining bishops. Yeah, well, a lot of people, it's for our listeners, you know, franchise is a business model at the end of the day, but it's a business underlying that business model where you're with your hair salon, that's a franchise or one that's not, you still morph as a company, you still adapt, adjust, pivot. Um, so looking back, I mean, obviously, a lot of things are done right, you know, Bishop's was a very successful and still is a very successful brands. Anything you're looking back that you, you'd say, you know, we we did this before, but we think we want to do a little bit different now. You're changing some things from, from what you've learned? Yeah, absolutely. I think the thing that's made Bishops unique, especially in the Northwest market, is that they've always been ahead of the curve. They really are a trendsetter in that place. And so when Bishops as a barbershop began, there was a lot of focus on it not being about whether you identify as a male or female, just simply about the length of your hair. Uh, around 2007, there was interest in adding color services, which traditionally skews more to female identifying clients. In the Northwest market, you still have a lot of male identifying clients that love hair color. 
Uh, so we adapted that very quickly. As we've grown, we've obviously seen the types of services that our clients want. I think the thing that Bishop's looking back, what we could do going forward, especially as we are now, is really continuing to be ahead of the trend, figuring out what are the services and key markets that people are interested in, even if they don't even know that that's something that might be available. So we can present it to those clients and say, hey, this is something we are seeing in this area that is being requested by other people. You as a client might be interested in receiving this service as well. And that can be anything from digital perms to hair extensions to scalp dermabrasion services. There are a number of things that a lot of people that go and just get their hair cut don't even think about related to hair care maintenance, hair care things for their scalp, how to maintain bonding. You know, it's a lot of stuff that, you know, oh, I just went in and I thought you were going to use some clippers and a scissor, maybe give me a shampoo. But there's so much more when it comes to hair care. And I think exposing our clients to the things that are possible make them think about other things that they, again, might not even know are available. Yeah, I think that's great. I think you guys really do fill a nice white space out there uh, between the very, very high end and, and uh, what do you call it? Seven bucks and a whack. I don't think you've ever heard Seven that one. Seven bucks a whack. Well, inflation hit her because I think it went from 10 to it's now 12 bucks a whack. So, you know, I know times have been tough. It's tough, tough picking a name when you lock yourself into a number. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But you've done some things well. And, and again, hair salons differentiating yourself. But what are some key decisions you think was the reason it was successful? Yeah, I think are appealing to everyone. I think especially when Bishop started in the Portland market is that men didn't necessarily want to go to a place where it was just men. And women didn't want to necessarily go to a place that just catered to women. They wanted to go to a place where they could be around people in their community. And I think people were interested in engaging and interacting with their community at that time, much more so than now. I think you get a lot of clients that come in and are sort of just locked in on their phones. And that's okay. People are busy. It's a different time. But back then, people would come in just to be in the bishop space to experience bishops. You know, at the time, offering somebody a drink when they are first greeted and said, you know, sit, hang out, wait, watch some music videos, read some magazines, look at these books that you won't find elsewhere. It really was an experience where people wanted to be at bishops an hour to two hours earlier than when they were maybe going to get their hair cut because they wanted to see who was walking in. They wanted to see what friends might be passing by. You know, a lot of that has changed. People are certainly more busy and obviously COVID had an impact with people not wanting to be in a confined space for longer periods of time. But I think one of the things that we could really do well in all of the places where we grow is fostering community. And that's supporting people through the music, the arts, their artistic craftsmanship, as well as being a stylist, um, fashion, all of the things that Bishops plays in as a space when you talk about hair and design and lifestyle plays. But the one thing we did, again, very well was making it open to everyone, not just making it a space for men and not just making it a space for women, but really everyone. And that really is inclusive of age, gender, occupation. Uh, I still love walking into Bishop's locations and seeing somebody in a suit next to somebody with a pink mohawk next to a nine-year-old child. It really shows me that Bishop's is doing what we set out to do. And again, that's provide a safe space for everyone. Well, you you did a couple of things, if I remember correctly. I know you're very socially active as a company in your in the community. You have a social cause dri driving your business, but I think don't you kind of modify the stores a little bit, also a little bit of the decor to the different type of communities you move into? Absolutely, and we talk about that related to our spec book. When you think about franchises and things being built to spec, the thing that's unique about Bishops is that. We have a spec book, but we really allow you to create your location specific, not just to your market, but to your neighborhood. 
And that again is working with local artists, local musicians, local designers to create merch and capsule collections for your store and really making it individualized. While Bishop's as an umbrella brand provides certain operational guidelines and alternative packaging and all these things for your store and build out, at the end of the day, you as an owner really get to create it to look like something that makes sense for your area. And I love that about Bishop's because it really allows people to bring the personality of their neighborhood, themselves, their staff to the forefront and really make it feel like it is part of the community. Fantastic. Well, let's take a little commercial break. You've talked a lot about Bishop's, but again, this, this will be your time to promote anything you want about the company. Uh, I don't know where you're located uh, right now. Where's your majority is probably up in the Portland area in the Northwest part of the country, but uh, it's your time. Let's talk about Bishop's. Who's your customer? Who are you looking for? And if, or if you're looking for franchise, uh, potential franchise owners, What's that criteria look like? Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll start by saying anyone that's looking for us should find us at www.bishops.co. We have licenses in 31 states. So depending upon where you are with your zip code, you can plug it into our store locator and it'll show you where the closest one is. Um, as far as our clients, we're interested in anyone that is believing in being accepted for who they are or who they want to be. Um, again, we are a convenient model or a hybrid. You can either walk in or you can book an appointment online at www.bishops.co. And ultimately, again, we are not just on trend, but we're hoping to be ahead of the trends, specifically in markets, not just in the Pacific Northwest, but all around the country where people might say, you know, I'm thinking about making a change in my life, or I just want to continue getting my hair maintained in the way that it is. But I maybe want to drop down a price point and not pay for this overpriced salon, or maybe I want a little bit of a more custom look and feel, and I want to go somewhere besides, uh, besides the value chain chop shops that are in my area. So I certainly recommend that anyone that's interested in checking us out, again, visit www.bishops.co. And I say that for anyone that's a franchise or potential franchise owner interested in joining the Bishops team. We have a ton of information up there as well. And we're always interested in business owners that want to take the next step and sort of guide a team, lead a team, maybe leave the rat race and figure out how they can bring ownership into their own lives. We're a semi-absentee model, so I always welcome the conversation of people that are either interested in running it full-time or interested in just having a side investment. Very good, very good. All right, let's shift gears. Uh, you're, you are a company, you are facing, uh, you know, the headwinds that we all faced in 2022. Um, you know, we talked about a little bit before the show, we got high interest rates or interest rates going up. Yeah, we have supply chain issue, labor issues. You're you're a labor driven company. Um, we got political unrest. We got wars. We got it. You name it. We got it all going on, right? Still fighting this you know, pandemic now and then. But here we are coming in 2023. We still have the hangover for 2022. It's kind of following us into this year. So, how are you as a CEO of a company planning to navigate? Is this a time to expand, to invest, to grow? Do you want to slow things down? Do you want to retreat? You know. How do you see it for 2022 as a CEO of your company, but also as an individual? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we see this as an opportunity to expand, especially as we look at sort of potential changes in the marketplace for quarter three, quarter four. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity in commercial real estate. I think a lot of impact for being able to withdraw, certain things happening to REITs, certain things happening to building. I, I certainly, again, think that now is the time to lock in the cost of rent, whatever fixed costs we can related to store ownership and store expansion. Uh, we see a lot of owners currently in our system looking to expand. I mean, they see the model, they see the margins, and they say, I want to build more of these. So I certainly think we are bullish when it comes to 
Bishops uh, as a brand and Bishops for this year. Again, we have a lot of people already submitting LOIs. I think come quarter three, quarter four, when I think there'll be more deals in the commercial marketplace, I certainly think more people are going to be jumping in. Uh, in regards to the brand itself, I mean, we see our margins by being a franchise organization and be able to provide bulk buying. I mean, we see our brand partners working with us because we expand and we get their product literally in the hands of stylists and in the hair of customers. So working with our brand partners, we certainly have some things negotiated that make sense to uh, able to pad the margins for our owners. And we're not really seeing the effects that a lot of the things you mentioned are having as an impact on a lot of other businesses outside of labor. Um, that certainly has been the one piece that we cannot control. And we are hopeful that more people will want to enter the workforce related to hair. Um, one interesting piece regarding hair and hairstylists is that there are actually more hours required as hands-on education and in-class education to be a hairstylist or barber than there are to be a pilot or a police officer. And when I tell that to owners, they're always shocked. They go, no way is that true. Are you kidding? And then they look it up and they are flabbergasted. So yeah. there's a lot that takes someone to go from never having done hair to becoming a certified cosmetologist, barber, or stylist. It can sometimes be overwhelming. And we're seeing a lot of people uh, that work in those schools and work as trainers telling us that, you know, a lot of students are not entering this workforce now. They're choosing to do other things. So labor for us is a very interesting puzzle that we're trying to solve for as we have a number of people that are interested in leaving the vertical altogether. And we're trying to figure out ways to entice them back. And then of course, the people that work at our stores, they're our number one advocates. They're our brand evangelists saying, you have no idea how good you have it working at Bishop's. They take care of this and that and all these things. And all you have to do is come in and cut hair. They even help build your book. And so we're hopeful that the people that are in the market now looking for work will find us either through connections through other stylists, through hiring pages, and they'll want to come join the Bishop's team. And we're also hopeful, hopeful that new students will want to enter this career path and will start joining barbering and beauty schools and we'll be able to find Bishop's through there. Um, but labor, certainly our number one issue. Everything else we're assuming to do okay with right now. Yeah, everybody's trying to figure this labor thing out. You know, it's uh, we have a term before COVID was recession resistant. Now we have essential, you know, getting your hair cuts essential. Doesn't make a difference what the temperature is outside or the, or the pandemic that's floating around the world. You still need to get your hair cut. May get it done, you know, less times per year, but you still need to get it done. So we need that labor force out there. You know, Amazon cannot solve our hair cutting problem. So. I love that you say that. It's something our founder would say all the time, that Bishop's is recession-proof, maybe not pandemic-proof as we were forced to close some of our stores during those periods of time. Now we're thankfully reopened and jamming like we've never been closed. But as you said, until Amazon can have drones cut your hair, somebody will always need somebody to get a haircut. And Bishop's is a great way to provide that. Yeah, perfect. Well, Lee, how can people get a hold of, hold of you should they want to learn more about maybe being a franchise owner or maybe just, again, look up the Caesars of Bishops in their local market? Of course, they can head to www.bishops.co. And of course, they can find me on LinkedIn. That's Lee Feldman, L-E-I-G-H-F-E-L-D-M-A-N. We can connect there and start the conversation. Fantastic. Well, thank you for taking your time out of your day to speak with us and our listeners. Uh, 
I wish you the best in your new venture as far as growing your your brand this year. And uh, I hope you have great success doing so. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me as a guest. It's always great hearing from people that have known about bishops from early on. So we'll need to stay connected and talk about what we can do to get it even bigger. That'd be great. Have a great day, Lee. Well, thank you so much. You too. Bye. Bye. Rich LeBron here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Get It Done Entrepreneurs. If you are a successful business owner who would like to be on this program, please visit us at rlebrun.com forward slash podcast and fill out the form and we will reach out to you. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show. Include the hashtag GetItDoneEntrepreneurs. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, rlebrun.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.